We have no intentions to educate anyone with this podcast. We will try to talk about jujitsu, but we cannot make any promises to stay on topic. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Matches on, on the Mats on the Motherfucking Mats. Today we're going to talk about BJJ and traditions. I'm going to read this um, the meaning of tradition. Okay. From the Cambridge Dictionary. Okay. It says, a belief, principle, or way of acting that people in a particular society or group have continued to follow for a long time. Or, all of these beliefs in a particular society or group. When I, you did Wing Chun, did, was there traditions there? Um, there were quite a number of them. It depended on, it depended on what school or organisation I was a part of. So some would have us wearing sashes rather than belts. Aww. Yeah, and like a pageant. Yeah, so it used to be instead of belts it used to be these sashes. Oh sashes. And, oh I thought yeah. you meant like No 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 no, no sashes. No, Miss no. America. She's beauty and she's grace. She's Miss United States. There are some schools when you go back um several decades, mm -hmm. pro probably um probably not even another century. Yeah. It depended on where you wear the knot that will signify who you are. Because if you wore the knot onto your right side, you would be a student. If you wore it onto the left, I think it signifies that you're just a common person. I might be completely wrong on that. Peasant. But, but right in the middle, that means you are the master. You are the instructor. Oh, common like what? Yeah, like, just, 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 just popping by. You know, just just someone hi. who's who isn't a martial artist. So why are they wearing the sash then? You know, just to... Hold, For fashion? Just to hold their trousers up maybe. Oh, okay. So in BJJ, I think the one that really, not shocked me, but I was like, oh, this is new, is the, the us. After every drill, obviously you say us to signify like, okay, I understand or whatever. And I was just giggle. Because <laughs> I was like, I don't know what this word means. What is this word? Can you spell it out for me? I went on Google the next day and I was like, what do the people say in BJJ, this word? And then there was not really a, a meaning for it. I don't think, I really don't think there's a, a meaning for it because I know that in karate they say usu. With, 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 with the, so O-S-U. Yeah. So I don't know where the us came from. I remember everyone was saying us and I refused to say us. I, because I didn't understand it, I didn't get it. Because when I did Wing Chun for the first eight years, I was in a school that was very much about certain traditions and it was very disciplined. And afterwards, I, le I went to another Wing Chun school where that was pretty much thrown out the window. Mm -hmm. So I experienced both worlds. So yeah. I went into BJJ without that sense of hierarchy. So when it came to the us thing, I, thought, I, I resisted for a very long time until our coach insisted that we say us after, a dem after he demonstrated something to, 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 to show that we understood. Yeah, I like it. I mean, it's so funny because then it's like different connotations. He'll say, do you understand? And we'll be like, us, question mark. <laughs> or, us, maybe. Or, us, yes. I'm very immature. <laughs> so I was giggly probably for the first couple of weeks because I was like, what's everyone saying? I don't so, know what's happening. It was like coming into this world and you're just like, I felt like a tourist. And then just find the, the um, random people who just reply us for everything. 
I haven't met that person yet, but when I started saying it was, I started saying it at work and I started saying it at home. So like work would be like, Bev, can you do this? And I'd be like, Oos. and I was like, wait, as it was, they wouldn't hear it because it's like, on, it's like a murmur or it's like, Oos. like, yeah, yeah, well, like a, been... yeah, it became natural. But then you start to think, oh, I'm quite silly saying it outside of the mats. Like, do you know what would invade my daily life that came from um, my martial arts training? During a certain time when I was learning Wing Chun, the way we greet each other was we put our right fist onto our left palm. That's how we would greet each other. So I'll greet the fellow students like that, I'll greet the instructor like that. And outside of the class, I'll greet my classmates like that as well. <laughs> Several times, I realised that when I was waiting for the bus at the bus stop, you know when you put your hand out for the bus to come, I did this. <laughs> I, put my, I put my right fist on my left palm out to, to get the bus attention. <laughs> and then you were like, thank uh, you. Thank you for stopping. So that invaded my daily life. Oh, do you remember when I was going for a run? And then I saw one someone from our club run past. And then I put my hand out <laughs> for a fist bump. And I was like, horse! Obviously, because it's COVID. I messaged him saying, I apologize for reaching my hand out. Like, you know, stay safe and everything. But I was like, as soon as I recognized someone off the mats, I was like, horse. Built into your system that... Like, boom, this I was is ready. To you. As soon as I saw that, that familiar face, oh, yeah, you don't, you, do you know what I mean? You don't wave. I created a word called nus. So I, I use us as a yes and nus for a no. I feel like when you want to go against the system and you don't understand the technique, you say nus. nus. <laughs> Crunch your um, eyes together like this. Like. Crunch it. Creating apps. Crunches. Your eyes. Yeah. See, like that creates something like that. Yeah. Pinkle? A crinkle, like crinkle chips. I don't really Loose. like crinkle. Do you like crinkle chips? Yeah. Mm. You know those crinkle chips when I'm, I was eating that break off one bit at a time? One crinkle at a time. I make, I make it last like, longer. Maybe we're not talking about the same chips. <laughs> the one with the crinkles. Sorry, I was thinking about crisps. <laughs> what are you talking, you're talking about like McCoy's. Said, yeah, McCoy's. <laughs> <laughs> McCoy's are aggressive. They're so crinkly. <laughs> okay, um, the next one I put on my list is the gauntlet about belt whipping so the whole point of the gauntlet i saw it as like a celebration i read up on this a bit and, and chris holto apparently was the one who came up with it because he came <gasps> from the army and he and he thought that this would be a bit of a hazen ritual it's not a very old tradition at the end of the day traditions are set by human beings i mean, i could make anything tr into a tradition so what do you th think about the gauntlet belt whipping it's like um S and M. There has to be like certain safety rules. Yeah. So you don't hit people in the back of the head. You don't start hitting them in the face. We had ours at the same time. Yeah. When we got promoted, so I was very much disappointed that I didn't get marks on my back. Yeah. Because same. I am a sick bastard, and I need that S and M feeling. So Wei wanted to get whipped because it arouses him. I am obsessed with scars. Everything tells a story on our bodies. So when someone's got a scar, when someone's got like a bruised eye, I love hearing about that story. I wanted marks on my back. I just felt left out. Like, oh man, everyone else got marks. I want marks too. Okay, next is um, not washing the belt. 
when you first get your belt, people are like, oh, you better not wash it. You're going to wash your, uh, your powers away. You're going to wash away all your knowledge. Yeah. Even though I didn't believe that, it was a fun thing to take part on. So I didn't wash my belt until COVID. Because <laughs> I was like, I need to wash everything. So I finally washed my belt a couple weeks ago. I still haven't washed my belt. Disgusting! Wait, wait. Mm -mm. I need a ringworm. I still got my powers. I My powers are immense and incredible. And they can split worlds apart. <laughs> they can make grown men cry. We made up ways on how to start our roles. Oh. We did one where we sat on the mats, but we were back to back, and then yeah. a slap bump, and then yeah. we, we pounced. And there's one where we laid um, side like by this. side together yeah. as, a, as a starting position before sparring. Either way, it would be back to back, and then we'll be like, Are you ready? And then as soon as we touch, <laughs> slap, <laughs> bump. As soon as that, that, that last. You have to, we have to react quickly. Boom. We start off at a mutually vulnerable position. Because if we start from our yes. knees, we're starting from a, a very neutral position where neither of us are, have an advantage or disadvantage. Or whoever can turn the quickest. I showed you, I think, I don't remember if it was submission underground or something like that, but I showed um, this comp, I think it was a, one of those tag team. I think it was submission underground and they started off with their backs on the ground but they were facing north-south in a way so they slapped bump and they yes. jumped. I remember after seeing that video I sent it to you and, and I was annoyed. I was saying these fuckers got there first. I mean I did have a problem with hierarchy when I was doing Wing Chun and then I realised You have a problem with authority. <laughs> I, I, do have, I do have a problem with authority but I saw the difference when you have hierarchy and when you remove hierarchy entirely and I saw a big difference in that because what hap generally happens when you have the hierarchy is there's some students who have that ego that they're lower ranked they, they can be put in their place and if they don't have the tenacity or the drive to just to train on a consistent basis to eventually get to a certain level then you know they, they won't be able to push their weight around but I've seen what happens when you remove hierarchy from martial arts where where everyone thinks that they are equals so now they're thinking that oh we we all have the same knowledge I can I can now tell you what to do or I can tell you what you're doing is right and wrong yeah and, I, and I've seen that the ego that they've been hiding is now in full display I mean you have people who get to blue belt and it's almost like it's funny that their skill is recognized and they can let let their ego out a bit now so it's almost like it's a license to push around people by the way if i'm like that to you guys please let me know so then i'm aware because maybe i am a bit bossy no i don't i don't see you going around throwing your weight at all maybe i will maybe i'll start doing that then people will give you know won't give me shit. yeah you know I'll, I'll start being like you know who i am because I kind of understand the reason why you line up in rank order because it's almost like an aspiration but the problem with that is belt chasing so and you get that across many martial arts with um, jiu-jitsu is different because you're not paying for gradings you're not paying for gradings to get your your belts or people pay are you not and most of the yeah People pay for belts. Yeah, people pay for the gradings. So, so yeah. a lot of other schools, they would have grading days. 
What's grading so, days? So you're, so you're grading for your belt, so you're going through a grading test. So if you fail the test, you don't get your belt. If you pass the test, you get your belt. I think some jiu-jitsu schools have gradings. I don't... A test? I've been on that side where I'm paying to take my gradings and mm. I get those sort of sashes. And I've also been on the other side of Wing Chun where there are no requirements for belts. So it's like a, an invisible ranking. That's cool. It's like a surprise. But like when people take their stripes off their belts. In, in competition. In comp. Oh my god. I didn't know that was a thing. I, Until like I hear like a, a murmur like, he took his stripes off. When I, when I competed against this person, you know, he didn't have his stripes off. Oh. He had a completely new belt. When he went on the podium, I saw his real belt and all his stripes. <laughs> it's like all that effort, what? You're going to do like a costume change so you can look deceiving. It's but, like, but the it's going to show it on the mats anyway. Do you know what I mean? It's but, like, why are you doing that? But the thing is, I'm naturally suspicious person. So when I saw him have no stripes, I'm like, this guy's hiding some shit. It's like when I um, train in Nogi. Mm. When I go to Nogi classes and when someone I don't recognise comes into our class, I'm thinking... You're hella that, that, that guy, that, that guy probably knows some shit. And mm. so, sometimes I'm right and sometimes I'm wrong. <laughs> but yeah. I, I have to make sure. Is that yeah. because I'm colour blind? I can't tell the difference between a blue belt and a purple belt. They both look exactly the same to me. But they, they both look blue. So when a purple belt that I've... Maybe a blue belt or a purple belt I've never seen before comes into our class to train just once and I roll with them, I'm thinking... This person is a purple belt. Only wearing a certain type of gi. So a certain oh. type of colour gi. Oh, you get you get some schools that that tell you, oh, you can only wear white. And and you're like, seriously. To be honest with you, this is restrictive of me. Mm. I remember going to a seminar. The specific requirement was you have to wear a white gi. I found that very odd. Because it looked aesthetically nice. It was just a bit controlling like a controlling boyfriend like you have to wear this in order to come here you can't tell me what to wear especially what color black is very slimming so i like wearing my blackie and pull up this quote from bruce lee okay. the styles tend to not only separate men because they have their own doctrines and then the doctrine becomes the gospel truth that you cannot change but if you do not have a style if you just say well here i am as a human being how can I express myself totally and completely? Now, that way you won't create a style because style is a crystallization. That way it's a process of continuing growth. So that is where I'm, I'm at odds with wearing geese. That's where I'm at odds with lining up and bowing. That's where I'm at odds with slap bumps. It's because now you're taking away the individualism out of your own personal growth mm. and your own process because ultimately it's about your own growth as a martial artist now you're using tradition which to be honest is not practical mm -hmm. it's not it's going to help me with my jiu-jitsu mm. right now i'm wearing my patch right here but it, w it wasn't something that i was told i have to wear yeah i like wearing my patches but you're a part of something you're a part of a team you're part of a family but some people to the point where it gets uh, you versus them. Like, if you don't wear this, you're not part of us. And it's like, that's not nice. I mean, the whole point is sport. It brings everyone together. Not to separate them, not to segregate everyone. 
that's the part that I don't like if when you're telling someone to wear this that and the other and then they don't wear it or they go to another gym and then now they're banned and it's like that's not how you spread the word of this sport you know you're supposed to spread love and kindness you don't spread hate and division people don't realize until they go out and go to different schools for different seminars or they go to competitions is you, you end up liking and bonding with different people that yeah. from different schools and in competitions so someone could smash you or you could smash them in in the competition and you end up talking to each other afterwards and you start and you start saying oh yeah what school you're from so oh yeah i'm from this school so oh yeah i'm from that school and you so your differences are basically you go to different schools yeah <laughs> that's it's like other than that you're pretty much more or less doing the same thing and learning the same thing I remember one after one of my competitions I was with some of the people in my bracket and the guy that won gold he was essentially teaching us this throw standing around and he was just showing us oh this is what it did he there was no secrets he was like this is this is my throw this is what I was trying to do to you well this is I what I did that. it doesn't matter what team you're from it doesn't matter where you come from at the end of the day this sport brings people together it brings information together and that's what counts really thank you for watching or listening to this episode of midgets on the mat you may like subscribe share or download this episode